You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show hosted by Pastor Matt and Jessica Stahlbaum. Hey, what's up and welcome to Morning Breath, your drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. My name is Matt and this is Jessica and we're just glad that you're here. What's been going on, Jessica? Well, good morning and happy fall. Fall has come. You know, it comes and goes in Florida, which is interesting. Yeah. But um, we just went on a trip. We were out of town for our anniversary. Yeah. And it was great. We went to uh, North Florida and then South Carolina and just got to get away. But honestly, we were driving back home, 95, and I saw the sign, Welcome to Brevard County. And I, growing up, I never wanted to live here because I was from Michigan. And I'm like, I'm never living in Florida. It's too hot, blah, blah, blah. All those nevers that I've said that I've done. And uh, so even... Growing up, driving back home from road trips to Michigan, I would, we'd enter Brevard County and be like, oh, we're home, you know, like vacation's over. But something about coming home yeah. this time, it was just like, we are so blessed to live in Brevard County. Yeah, we are. It is such a different feel and atmosphere with all that's going on in the world. It just feels like a bubble. And I'm just so thankful to the Lord. I just feel like we're in a bubble of protection here and there's joy, there's peace. It was just like palpably different. Yeah, I mean... Me. Bavard County, uh, if you're listening to this and you live in Bavard County, you know this is a great place to live. The weather's incredible right now. Um, we're launching rockets, so yeah. our, our economy is strong. The housing the, market. Housing market's strong. Uh, I mean, it's just a great place. I think we, the Chamber of Commerce of Bavard County should sponsor and pay us right yeah. now. <laughs> Move uh, to Bavard. Yeah, I mean, we just have it great here, and we should uh, definitely be thankful because it's not great everywhere right now. Yeah, I think it's just the contrast of, like, what you think you want when you're younger and you have all these notions of your life, and then you're like, man, it's really actually great right now. And I would say that that's for you in any season because ultimately God is your abundance, and the abundance is found in him. Jesus came that he would give us life and life to the full. And another word for that is abundant life. And where that's wherever you're at. You've been plucked out of eternity in the time and season that you're in. And just enjoy, like Joyce Meyer with my Bible right here. It's the uh, Everyday Life Bible. And her whole ministry is about enjoying your everyday life. And I think it's just a great place to be to enjoy our everyday life. Yeah, I want to get to the chapter soon because I, I want to keep going along with what we're talking about right, yeah. right now about living in Rivard and where you live. So don't be discouraged if you live somewhere else. <laughs> you know, we have family that live uh, in tough places right now, at least in our mind. And so I've got some encouraging words for you in just a minute as we read Colossians chapter three. It had some great thoughts on that. So Good. I want to do that. Um, before we do, do you have anything else you want to share? Do you want to share that book? I do. I have a yeah. book recommendation. It's been a while, but like I was on vacation, so I was able to read a little more in this book called called Breathe Again right. by Stacy Hennigan yes. is actually by a new friend of ours, Stacy, and her husband's name is Casey, and their pastor is in a church in Arkansas, and their story is a story of great loss, but incredible perspective through it all, like the grace of God is all over their life. They lost a child, and it is, it's, it's devastating, and it's like, I've never been through that. And so how can I even relate at all? But like the way she weaves the truth of God through any kind of loss or any hard season through this book is absolutely awesome. It's choosing to believe there's more when life has left you broken. That's right. And I would highly recommend this book. Great friend of ours, but really great book and a yeah. great ministry. And so we encourage you to go buy it. Go buy it on Amazon. We're not doing this because they, you know, they paid us or something like that. No. It's just a great book. Um, 
you know, and we should support people that are that are writing and, and putting things out that are helping us, especially in this season. And yeah. I do think we all need to start breathing again, you yeah. know, getting our heads off the off the mat. You got got your knockout punch, get back up and get going. So That's really right. encourage you to do that. Um, so let's start reading. And you want to start? Colossians 3. Yep. It's 25 verses. You want me to just read it all? No, I'll read half of it. Okay. I'll go to 13. All right. Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing in his resurrection from the dead, keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth, which have only temporal value. For you died to this world and your new real life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So put to death and deprive of power the evil longings of your earthly body with its sensual self-centered instincts, immorality, impurity, sinful passion, evil desire, and greed, which is a kind of idolatry because it replaces your devotion to God. Because of these sinful things, the divine wrath of God is coming on the sons of disobedience, those who fail to listen and who routinely and obstinately disregard God's precepts. And in these sinful things, you also once walked when you were habitually living in them without the knowledge of Christ. But now rid yourselves completely of all these things, anger, rage, malice, slander, and obscene, abusive, filthy, vulgar language from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, for you have stripped off the old self with its evil practices and have put on the new spiritual self, who's being continually renewed in true knowledge in the image of him who created the new self, a renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, nor between nations whether barbarian or Scythian, nor in status, whether slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. So believers are equal in Christ without distinction. So as God's own chosen people who are holy, set apart, sanctified for his purpose and well-beloved by God himself, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper, bearing graciously with one another and willingly forgiving each other if one has a cause for complaint against another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Wives, submit to your husbands as fitting for those who belong to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly. Children, always obey your parents, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not aggravate your children, or they will become discouraged. Slaves, obey your earthly masters in everything you do. Try to please them at all times, at all the time, not just when they're watching you. Serve them sincerely because your reverent fear of the Lord. Work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an, inher an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. But if you do what is wrong, you'll be paid back for the wrong you have done. For God has no favorites. Amen. Amen. So we were just talking about Bavard is a great place uh, to live. But, you know, uh, there's... And, and here's what I want to highlight. Uh, you used to complain about living in Bavard, mm -hmm. right? And so did I. I mean, we, I think we've all been guilty of complaining about where we live and, and those type of things. And and uh, the biggest thing that I see is this perspective change 
um, and being thankful for where we are at. You know, our perspective has to change in order for us to be thankful. And I like these first verses um, a lot. They're actually the really the, the main things that stuck out to me. Um, the first one, it was actually verse two. It says, think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. How does it say it in your translation? Because I liked it. Is that verse one? Yep. Or two. Set your mind. Uh, verse two. Set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on things that are on the earth, right. which have only temporal value. I liked it. Uh, one of the translations I was reading was put your put your mind on the things above, right? Yeah. Put your mind. And then I like verse one where it basically says, set your sights on the realities of heaven. Uh, put your heart there. Put your mind there. Put your sights there. Um, and so the thing is, what you put your sights on, where you put your mind to, where you put your heart, that's oftentimes where your perspective and your thankfulness is going to be. And so you might be in a, a lockdown county with you know everything shut down and you don't understand and you, you're wanting to, you're frustrated and you know, you're looking over there at Florida, like how in the world is that whole state open, you know, mm -hmm. and everyone seems to be doing fine here. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are getting sick here or there, but you know, it's like, we're surviving, we're doing well. And we're over here struggling this way. Or you might, you know, let's take it out of COVID and you might say, well, why, why are they so happy over there? We're not happy over here. We don't have everything that they have. They have everything. They have the best job, the best kids, the best school, the blah, blah, blah. And here we are over here stinking it up and, you know, our life is hard. A lot of that really just has to do with where you put your mind, mm -hmm. where you put your thoughts. And, you know, just... Uh, this past weekend, we were uh, celebrating our anniversary, and I got up early. I was going to get up early on Sunday morning and go to church, and uh, real early. And I was just, I was really having trouble uh, sleeping in on, on our little vacation. It was like, you know, I, I just kept waking up real early, and I was tired, and for some reason, I just couldn't sleep in. And I just said to you, I was like, you know, I, the one day I actually have to get up early that's probably going to be the hard day to get up early. That's mm -hmm. how it works, right? And I just kind of started complaining, like, you know, Friday I could have slept in or Saturday I could have slept in, but Sunday when I needed to get up early for church, that's the day where my body's like wants to sleep in, you mm -hmm. know, like, and I needed to get up at about, I don't know, I think it was 5, 4.45, something like that. And uh, you said, why are you saying that? Don't say that. Don't think that. Just say it's going to be easy to get up tomorrow. And I was like... Uh, okay, you know, I kind of reluctantly said that. And then I was like, you know what, you're right. I'm not going to want to sleep in tomorrow. I'm going to want to get up right away. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd actually had set my alarm for 530. And uh, I ended up getting up at like 5, 445, wide awake. And uh, so wide awake that I was like, you know, I could lay here for about 20 minutes and just kind of let my mind catch up and kind of think through the things I need to do. And, and I was so relaxed. I woke up with energy no problem, had a great day. I, I was actually energized all day. I really was with all the things that I had to do. And, and I just look back at that going, I need to set my mind above. Mm -hmm. I need to set my, my sights on good things. And uh, I think I could go on, talk about this a lot, because I think that's been the problem with a lot of our culture right now. It's yeah. what we have our sights set on. And it's the distracting voices that we're actually listening to that gets our sights set on things that are not good. Well, that's why I wrote, wore the shirt today, and it's Jesus is my Prince of Peace. When we have our, our minds set on that and knowing that everything that's going on in the world, this doesn't change. Like, Jesus is my Prince of Peace in every moment, in every hard thing, in every great thing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I think I have, you said on the way home yesterday that I'm good at... Um, 
watching what I say mm-hmm. and like I'm careful about what comes out of my mouth. And that has come with a ton of practice. And those moments like that, like you want to say, what's that law that's like, it's just going to go bad. Like the law of Murphy's law. Yeah. Murphy's law. Like it's just, you know, that's just how it goes. And that, you know, figures you have a few good days. You're bound to have a bad. Yeah. Day, or right? like the thing that's like bad things come in threes and like all those confessions that you're saying, you don't realize that you confess with your mouth and there is power in our words. Like death and life are in the power of the tongue. There are so many verses in the Bible about the tongue and about how hard it is to tame it. And really, we can't do it on our own. Like with our human ability, we cannot tame our own tongue. We have to have the power of Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit activated. And also the verse about um, take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. I've talked about this on Morning Breath years ago. That verse has a very... um, uh, intense connotation because it's like, take it captive. Like when you see someone arrested on the side of the road, if they start struggling, they are taken captive in a really intense way. And so that's how we have to think about the words and the thoughts that come into our, into our mind. We have to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. You have to take that thought captive of it's going to be hard to get up tomorrow. No, it's going to be, why would I say that? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. His mercies are new every morning. I get to get out of bed. There's breath in my lungs and my heart is beating. What a, what an amazing opportunity. I want to talk briefly about, um, verse 17. I never didn't notice it until you were reading it. What I was going to clue in on was, uh, Colossians 3 23. It's one of my favorite verses. It's something that I've told my kids and told myself it's whatever you do, whatever your task may be work from the soul that is put your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men. And so briefly it's work unto the Lord and not for men. So it everything we do. It's as unto the Lord. When Whatever I am, you do in word and deed, do unto the, do glory unto of the Lord. Lord. But then I noticed that verse 17 was so, you actually just quoted verse 17. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, no matter what it is, word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus and in dependence on him. I didn't notice that. Giving thanks to God the Father through him. So it's not only whatever we're doing, we do it for the Lord. It's we're doing it in total dependence on him. We are not doing it in our own strength. Like that is so powerful. We are doing it completely dependent on him, knowing the victory is in, in him, knowing that the purpose of our doing it is in him. And that is the littlest things. Like it's actually more helpful to me to think of that in the little things, like the little annoying tasks that we all have to do. Like I just know right behind me is my laundry room. And I have like piles and piles of laundry that I'm going to do today, but I'm going to do those things as unto the Lord and not to man. And then when you, it's almost like everything is sanctified. Like everything is like, that's a holy task. I'm doing the dishes you know, like everything we do in word or indeed do unto the Lord and not for men. It will talk about perspective shifting. Yeah. It'll, it'll take your perspective to another level. You know, it's a big deal these days what our focus is on because we have such access to information. And uh, I want to kind of go back to what I was saying earlier with uh, our putting our mind, putting our eyes, putting our heart on things above. It is so easy to put our mind and to put our eyes and put our thoughts on whatever we're looking at. And, you know, we have these little cell phones uh, that are great in some ways, great tools of communication. But what we're able to do so uh, so quickly is be a part of other people's communication 
to us that uh, they don't have our best intentions in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll just kind of, you know, I'll put some things out there with there are news programs that, you know, their their main role is not to report the news, but it's to gain viewers and gain attention and uh, basically get you watching the news to get you uh, watching so that you watch the commercials, right? Mm-hmm. And so that they can pay their advertisers and they are for-profit organizations that isn't about the facts, it's about their editorial, you know, their opinion on the facts. And they're almost more like entertainment mm-hmm. and they're scary and, and they they prey on your fears and, you know, negative news sells and people are glued into negative news. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Weather Channel almost loves when hurricanes are happening because it's like that's the only time we watch the Weather Channel. Um, and now, you know, there are whole sites dedicated to tracking hurricanes. And uh, of all the hurricanes that you've tracked, uh, how many of them have actually damaged a part of our life in the last year? Zero. We have had zero damage from hurricanes uh, oh, this year. Oh, in the year. last year? Yeah, zero. This year. Yeah. But yet, this is the year that has had the most hurricanes that we've ever seen. Yeah. Right? And we're tracking hurricanes that are hitting other parts of the world. We're tracking hurricanes that are, you know, not even coming near us. Yeah. We're tracking hurricanes all the time. And you could be you could be guilty of, of a letting the fear in your heart rise for absolutely no reason. I am guilty of that. Yeah. Um, I think anybody who spends time uh, tracking hurricanes, you know, every day, you're going to get a little worried. That's just how it works. And, uh, you know, when a hurricane's coming, you should be a little bit afraid. Afraid in the sense of we need to get prepared and protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. Not afraid like we're not going to survive, we're not going to be able to handle this. Like Not like a total doomsday. The kind of fear that you should have uh, walking out into into traffic on the highway. That's a healthy healthy fear. The kind of fear that you should have if there's a uh, roaring lion in the street. You know, it's like, oh, no, that's not good. You know, right? We got to protect ourselves. That kind of fear. And uh, it's the proper treatment of something that's dangerous, okay? And so... um, But uh, when the hurricane's coming, put your sights on things above. Okay, the hurricane's coming. Let's get prepared. Mm -hmm. All right. And then let's evacuate or let's stay either way. But getting your sights on things above is, you know what? We're going to be okay. We're going to be able to handle this. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens, we're going to be fine. You know, the power gets knocked out. We'll turn our generator on. Why? Because we saw the problem. We got prepared. Mm-hmm. We didn't spend any time afraid. Uh, when we were, uh, we, we'd spent a little time out of town a, a few weeks ago with our kids, and uh, we were actually in another state, uh, just Georgia, and um, there was a hurricane going to hit us in Georgia. It was, like, hilarious. We're like, we leave Florida, and we go to Georgia, and we're about to get hit with a hurricane. And so I went, I checked all the trees around our little cabin, and uh, they were all small, and all the big ones were far, far away. No, we had no dead branches. We had nothing that could hit our house. Um, and so I went to bed in peace, knowing that we're going to be fine. And I forgot to tell you that I mm-hmm. checked all the trees. And so you're up yeah. at night worrying, like hours. one of these trees are going to hit our house. Yeah. And I said, didn't you know I checked all the trees and I looked and I made sure we were going to be fine? You're like, no, you forgot to tell me. I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I saw the threat, I saw the danger, and then I did what I could to be prepared. And once we were all prepared, we give it to the Lord, right? And yeah. we're like, we do our part. And I think that's one way to get rid of worry in your life is when the worrying thought comes in, you say, is there anything I can do about this? Say it's a one in the morning and you're trying to sleep. 
and there's this big meeting tomorrow. Is there anything I can do about this right now? Uh, not really, but maybe there is. Well, I had a few thoughts. I want to make sure I get out in the meeting. Well, write those thoughts down immediately. Put those in your phone right then and there. Make a note. Uh, hey, maybe you have this thought, like, I need to meet with so-and-so before the meeting. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead and schedule that meeting on your phone, on your calendar, and send that person an invite at 1 in the morning and hope they're not, you know, checking their emails People at 1 in the morning. People should have their phones on do not disturb. Right, at night. But th- what you've done is you've done something about it. You've been prepared. Now you can put that thing aside and then now, Lord, I'm putting my hope, my heart, my mind, my thoughts. And then we were kind of getting into this thing of what you say. Now I'm going to put what I say to you, God. And I'm going to uh, say things as they should be, mm-hmm. not as they are. Say things as God wants them to be, right. not as they are. Say things uh, that, Lord, it's going to work out. I've prepared my heart. I've wrote everything down. I've got the meeting. Now I'm giving it to you. Mm-hmm. And I ask you, Lord, for the words. And I thank you, God, that it's going to work out. And then you set your thing, mind on things full of faith, yep. things full of peace, things full of hope. How's that meeting going to work out? Is it going to be the best meeting of your life? It could be. It could. Is it more likely going to be an average meeting? Yes, that's possible. Could it be a terrible meeting? Sure but you're prepared and you can handle it. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be afraid. And that's that's with everything in life. Could that hurricane just not hit us? Most likely it won't. If it does, is it going to be okay? Yeah. Could it be terrible? Sure. But even if it's terrible, you're going to be okay. Like God, you're going to help us get through that. And don't, you know, you don't let these scenarios kind of beat you up, right? I have so many thoughts. First of all, in communication and marriage. <laughs> so, he could have told me that Absolutely. he checked all the trees and not. he did not. But then we went to another part of Florida and got in the path of another tropical storm. Like every time we've left in the past few months, we've been in the line of another tropical storm that wouldn't have hit us if we were home, which is funny. But so I was all worried about it and he knew I was worried about it. But then I got unworried about it, but I never told him I was unworried about it. So he's like sitting there thinking I'm worried about it. And like, it wasn't until we got home that you're like, well, Jessica was worried about the tropical storm telling my dad. And I'm like, I wasn't worried. It was fine. It was actually kind of cool to see all the wind and the rain. And you're like, what? I didn't even know that. But anyway, we're together (laughs) for a purpose. Like, let's talk more. That's to both of us. (laughs) But what you were saying about, um, first of all, my phrase for this season is guard your confession. So guard, set a, set a watchman at the door of your lips and watch what comes out of your mouth. And if you're believing for something specific, guard your confession about that thing. But uh, Psalm 127.2, I read this while I was out of town. It says, it is vain for you to rise early, to retire late, to eat the bread of anxious labors, for he gives blessings to his beloved, even in his sleep. This verse is so awesome because it's exactly what you're talking about. If you're worried about something like a meeting, do the things you can do about it, but then put it all in God's hands. Do not eat the bread of anxious labors. That's exactly what you're doing when you're allowing your mind to go over and over and over things that you have no control over. And then this part, he gives blessings to his beloved, even in his sleep. So to me, I see this as rest is actually warfare. Rest is putting your mind, your heart, your thoughts in God's hands your body, all of the things, your safety, your protection, your provision financially or in any other way, you're putting all of that in God's hands. When you choose to lay down 
and know that God promises never to sleep or slumber, that he gives his angels charge over you, that when you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. These are all promises in the Bible. And he gives blessings to his beloved, even yeah. in his sleep. I think that's a, an amazing thing too, that I think we need to start praying over our kids at night. Sure. How good is that? Yeah. And over each other. We, play, we pray for our kids for their sleep every night. Yeah. What are you adding to that? That God will give them blessings while they sleep. Nice. I just pray for like good sleep, like good dreams. For Adeline, we have to pray good dreams only. So blessing, <laughs> that's great. We yeah. should. Good. Bless our children in their sleep. Yeah. Bless us in our sleep. Yeah. Um, what I've also noticed um, these days is is this need for prayer to increase. Yes. And prayer helps us get our focus on the Lord. It, it helps set our sights. Helps set our mind. It helps set our heart, emotions, and our soul. Mm -hmm. And then it even helps set our mouth. Mm -hmm. We actually activate um, our mind, our soul. We activate our eyes our hope for the future by our mouth, okay? Our mouth can be a trigger for good things. It can also be a trigger for bad things, and mm -hmm. we all know that. But prayer, when you start praying, you begin to trigger your eyes to see the things that you need to see, to, to your ears to hear the things that you need to hear. You make yourself aware of, of the things of the Lord when you start uh, praying with your mouth. And I, I've just noticed these days when I ask somebody what's going on in their life, there's usually something tough. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's very uncommon that, that, uh, someone's like, everything's perfect. Like there's something tough. Yeah. And what I've, what I've got into this habit of doing, and, and I would encourage you to do the same as I say, can I pray with you right now about mm -hmm. that right now? I've noticed you've been doing that. And, a lot. uh, we just pray and boom, and no one says no. Everyone says yes, and we pray. And it's like, that was refreshing. Well, because you said on the phone the other day of the conversation, you're like, we can talk about this. And you did. You talked and gave wisdom and insight, and you listened, and you were a sounding board. But then you're like, we can talk about this all day long. Let's just pray. Yeah. I remember a time in my life where, uh, and I got to say this real fast because we're about to end, where I thought I knew everything. And so I just give people like wisdom all the time and just mm -hmm. knowledge all the time, my understanding. And then I, I got to this point where I like, I don't have the answers anymore. Mm -hmm. Like there are problems that I can't solve. Yeah. And that's when the Lord's like, oh, I can, so pray. Yeah. And so I would encourage you the same thing. If you're in a problem you can't solve or you hear about a problem you can't solve, it's time to pray. It's time to just, hey, let's pray right now. I'd encourage you to do that. Thank you so much for listening to Morning Breath. We're segueing out. We'll see you next time. Yes, bye. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. Please enjoy a word from our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting & Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Coca Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates, and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. 
That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Download the Mezzanine Church app or visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden, assisted living facility located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved ones are safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.